Don't ever go with the flow, be the flow. I don't need no middleman to talk but to my niggas. I understand if you don't understand, I figure I'm Jigger. That's where we differ. I take what's mine, you accept what they give you, I get you. I don't take no checks, I take my respect. Corell even told me go with the safest bet. Jimmy Iveen off of the safety net. Google dangle around the crazy check. I feel like you two is the biggest culprit. The niggas pay you a tip for what you're supposed to get. You know niggas die for equal pay, right? You know when I work, I ain't your slave, right? You know I ain't shuffling the job and then high-fiving. You know this ain't back in the days, right? But I can't tell how the way they kill Freddie Gray, right? Shot down Mike Brown, how they did Trey, right? Better continue choking niggas, we gon' turn style, I ain't your token nigga. You know I came in this game independent, right? Title, my own name, same difference. Oh, niggas are skeptical, this their own shit. You bought nine iPhones and Steve Jobs is rich. Phil Knight's worth trillions, you still bought those kicks. Spotify's nine billion, they ain't say shit. Lucy, you got some splaining to do. The only one they hating on look the same as you. That's cool, I know they trying to bamboozle you. Spending millions on me, they trying to confuse you. I had to talk to myself, hope oh, used to. It's politics, it's juice, it's juice, it's juice. talk about uh, women empowerment and uh, <laughs> and freedom of choice <laughs> and lifestyles. Oh, uh, <laughs> so the question was <laughs> the question was if your mom oh, was shit, like, oh, motherfucker, goddamn, <laughs> how are you yeah. responded to your to your mom being a hoe? And it was definitely some um, legendary responses. Ooh. Oh it, man! It went. Damn. Mm. Damn. Okay. Um, to the listeners, I I do want to know how would you uh, react if you found out at whatever age that your we mom did was no like, type of intro, no type of death. The niggas just nope. jump right. We jumping right I, into it. Yeah, pause. that's ridiculous. Outside, um, and bopping. Maybe you found out it's your late stage of your life, thirties. You just. Fuck around seeing a freak Nick documentary or something like. What would you do? 
how are you carrying that? And boy, these individuals are hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Nah, That's real that. shit. Hey, I would. I got to come from my mom's though. Just to some extent. Oh, shit. That some was extent. funny. Because I know for a fact she be mad, not by my sister's actions, but the fact that she let niggas record it. You let niggas get that on film. Mm-hmm. And I back then, mind. them niggas had the big ass shoulder camera. So, ma. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You let niggas record you shaking ass on Ocean Drive? Come on, gang. Come on, gang. I got it. Come okay. on, ma. You knew you had kids. You knew this <laughs> might resurface. You just might resurface one day, bro. Like, what? I don't think they did, bro. Come on now. Kids, to, folks today live like shit don't get recorded and things don't pop up or don't reoccur, whether it's a OnlyFan or a flick or just whatever wild shit that's going on. People today live like that shit is not a thing. So I know back then when there was no social media, when nigga, you could go out of town and literally be somebody different, have a good time and live in that moment. The folks probably didn't believe that, but still though, finding our moms as a whole is crazy. Uh, welcome to the State Hall Podcast. Um, <laughs> boy, Martian, Dre, Meech. Um, yeah. And uh, we just, we just, we just coming right into it. Fuck it. Why not? Diving right in. My, my I'm not going to say too much. You can, you can thank Martian for why we just like, fuck it. We'll do it live. Mm-hmm. We just. We Dark just, wind for the humor. This is why I tell y'all all the time. If you go low, I go to hell. In hell, you went. <laughs> to hell, you went. <laughs> well, how are you, brothers? Ooh, man. Uh, here, I'm blessed. <laughs> blessed here. One more week to the break. And that's all I'm thinking about. Just making it to the break. Y'all know. Y'all know how I get during this time of the, uh, of the, of the school year. So I can't complain. Basketball is, is everything, everything. Three and three. So not terrible. Um, not great, but. Definitely room for improvement and ecstatic about what's to come. Yeah, brothers, how, how, we how, also how we are also five hundred. Mm-hmm. Win what one, lose that mean? one. What when y'all keep saying that you said this twice now? What the hell does that mean? We just have the same amount of wins and losses. Okay, so it's like your win winning percentage. I, I forgot the actual, but basically, you have fifty percent, but. You know, decimals are all at 500, but Dre, I feel you. I'm already sitting here planning this independently driven class project. Oh, so you did take my advice. What you mean? I've been doing this project since I started. Give them, them, give them children a a project and let them, let them do, go about their way. Oh, but yeah, I've always done this. That every week before a break. The way I'm not teaching, I'm not. I'm just not. Yes, I'm just not. Like, I'm yes, sorry, I'm not. Um, 
So yeah, you know, boiling down it, it it okay, the other stressor though is holiday shopping. Mm. That shit annoying. That's the only thing about this season is just holiday shopping I'm just like I'm just is not it, go out and go get the shit type nigga. Is it bad that I completely forgot that Christmas was in like two weeks until I went to Dollar Tree a few days ago and saw people no. just buying wrapping paper? I was like, what the fuck are y'all buying wrapping paper for? And I I'm be like, forgetting adults be adults really don't be tracking when summer is because most adults still work through the summer. Yeah, 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 I learned that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like summer. All I know is now, not only are my kids home, they home all day and not tired no more. So they so don't they really track get... it outside of their kids be gone or, or here. Kids. Sorry, but yeah. So out of all that, I'm cool, man. You know, I'm cool. What about you, Marshall? Um, I'm a lot better than I have been. For the past few episodes on this here platform, um, I don't know how, when, where, and why, but it feels like I got my spark back. And like I said, still doing this research. Um, out here applying for people's places and things. Whatever comes of it, comes of it at this point. But yeah, I'm like I said, a lot better, but same shit, different day. Yes, yeah, sir. Elevated and a little bit more knowledgeable, a little bit more wiser. So, yeah, behind it, that's it. But before we get into every, get into the things in which I gotta give a shout out to friends of the show, Kai. Happy birthday, my brother! Um, by the Word. time you get this, it's like three, four days Happy ago at this point. But, but definitely want to give you a shout out for that, and then shout out to two. Artist 232 because he is dropping a new project very soon and triple seven. I needed that in my hand like three weeks ago. He already knows I, I don't play with him with, with this type of shit. But uh, I want to say it is coming out on the 13th. So it should be out. If you listen to this uh, podcast on the day that it comes out on Tuesdays, then the video, video, the album should be out. On that day or the day after. If I can find it, I can tell you. Um, it come out on Wednesday. Thank you. Because I sure can't find it. But yeah, um, so shout out to him for doing so. He already know. He got to come back. Me and Meech was in his uh, live, what was that, last week? Week mm-hmm. before last, something like that. And just, you know, shooting the breeze with him while he was talking about the project. But like I've been told him, I need this in my hand and you are due for another trip back to the steady house. Bro, why all singing niggas got singing niggas voices? You ever recognize, you ever realize that? What's a singing nigga voice? I Them niggas usually just, it's just soft. Niggas just like, yeah, you know, I just want to, they could be saying the toughest shit. Like, Really on on BD folk, um, we really gonna bang on them homies, you know. Uh, like, bro, cut that shit off. <laughs> but but you could tell, bro. Like, I just even watch interviews where, like, I think Chris Brown probably the only nigga that like. I was just gonna say Chris Brown. <laughs> Chris Brown is the only nigga that like, if you hear him talk, I don't automatically assume. But usually it's a higher register and all that shit. But yeah, I don't know what it is. You could just tell singing niggas' voices. So wait, you would say the same thing about like T Pain? 
Because I think he's also Hell somebody that doesn't no. have a quote-unquote singing nigga voice. Nah, he don't. He don't. I'll give you that. He for sure don't. But that's two. That's two. And I'm sure we could think of more, but like more often than not. Even the niggas you went to school with that like could sing, bro. Them yes, niggas sir. just had a... It was different than the rest of us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it felt like it was forced. But anyways, Trey, what you got for us this week? The game was different. Um, I'm going to spare y'all. I'm going to spare y'all this week for a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of reasons Some um, I keep off mic. Um, but, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's time for it. It's, it's a great time for it. Um, wanted to kind of segue into just you going straight in. Spending, so. Yeah, go go straight into to to rapping with the homies, man. Um, I want to start this off before we get super deep and introspective. I want to let it be known that um, I want to say maybe a week or a week and a half ago. Um, I don't know if you all know anything about fantasy football, but I I know you fucking lying. I know you fucking lie. Fantasy football about a week or two. Nigga. <laughs> bro, so, all right. I just so I didn't say anything know. when I bust your I, ass. I let it go. Let me land. I let it go, you know, underneath. Because I don't think you was here the week that we played. Because I had the shit talking. I couldn't even fully go crazy because you wasn't here. But I definitely just want the record to be shown that, matter of fact, me just the reason I'm probably about to make the playoffs because I whooped his ass and then, like, whooped somebody else. And now, like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm like the wild card, the six seed, but thanks to Meech and the ass whooping that I provided there, I'm going to the playoffs. So hey, now we can get super deep and introspective, but I just had you, to let the record show. You done? I so in his, I want in his football league. I want to let the people know that uh, we don't have that many teams in our league, so we play twice. Now, early in the season, I bust Dre ass, but the difference is, remember when I told y'all about when your little brothers, just anytime they think they got a one-up on you, they got a... That's what it is. So, congrats. Congrats to you. You know what I'm saying? I've been a big brother for a long time, so I understand. I know how to, like, treat this thing. I don't want to dim your light. Last year, out of curiosity, I have two rings. Don't do that. No, so, no. Who, I got two rings. I got two who rings. Won the league, who won the league last year? The, the you end, did. We can, we can. You okay, did. Cool. Who has the most Let's, rings in our? Who has the most rings in our league? Cool. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, but Maybe I want I y'all to no know what y'all are talking about. But okay. Don't this dim their awesome. light. Don't let them they light. Let every victory shine bright. So congratulations, Dre, for beating me. I'm so happy that I uh, put some invigoration into your team into your to really take this serious. You know, because in yeah. the beginning of the first six, seven weeks, I wasn't really sure. I wasn't sure if you was taking the league serious because you couldn't really get any wins. But now that you've turned it around after like the halfway, I'm really proud of you, bro. Because like, you know. Less and less people For start sure. to know who you are in the league. So I don't want to have to explain, like, oh, that's my dog, but your dog ass, like, you know what I'm saying? So I was just like, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Salute, salute. But I want y'all to know I didn't bring up anything about like me busting his ass, nor did he say anything. Yeah. But it's cool. I think I beat him yeah. at a wider margin too. But anyways, oh, I digress. Oh, 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 oh. 
Uh, I digress. Oh, uh, so before we even further, before we get into rapping with the homies, did y'all have a chance to listen to the Pink Friday Two album? I have what? not. I'm not listening to that boy. I'm just asking. Why not? Why not, Meech? I'm about to take. Well, uh, Clark about to tell you why not. Clark, have you listened to it? I have. Oh. That's why Give I asked that. So, for me personally. Okay, yeah, qualify. Qualify it. Oh, because I need to qualify because I know the barbs are trying to come after people if anybody has a disagreement with them, right? Uh, yeah, we got one right here. I think he's talking about It you, wasn't right? giving Nikki to me, right? What was it giving him? Because a lot of the the listening to the album from top down, right? You know, Nicki Minaj would have a lot of those like pop, like pop joints where like stuff like it catches your attention, right? Mm. I was kind of bored until I got to the song "Everybody" that samples "Move Your Feet" with Lil Uzi mm. on it. That's the mm. one. It's, it's, that's the one that's gonna be the TikTok joint. So I that's gonna take off immediately. Mm-hmm. That was the only song that I just liked on the album off immediate first listen. But it took a minute. It, I think that's like track seven or track eight. But everything before that is slow, somber. You know, you know, you see right through me, pills and potions type shit, right? Mm-hmm. And but it still didn't give you. But like, think about like how Nikki, even in like pills and potions type. Like she still came with it, right? Or like her verse in Monster, or her ver- any of her other verses that she's done, or even whatever she put on, you know, the first Pink Friday. It just didn't give Nicki Minaj to me like I was like I'm used to Nicki. Not to say she's like older, washed up, like no type of shit like that. It's just like what you say. I don't think this was her best project to me. Yeah, chill. So, yeah, I I just wanted to hear what y'all thought about it. But since y'all haven't listened to it, it's fine. Um, Which is crazy because Dre is a certified barb. Like, stand. I, I like music, for one. We all Second, do. Next. Um, <laughs> I don't think that my... I don't think I treat her any differently than I would treat the casual true music fan. Not the, I'm not saying the casual fan. Somebody that fought with music, I think you realize Nikki's impact and you treat it as such. I don't think I do mm. that great. Impact. She Are has you, made bro? an impact. Like, I was I just say she did. She, she has made an impact did. though that I I never say she didn't. I don't why why well, are we so defensive, Barbs? Relax, Barbs. Way, come on now he's gaslighting. He's gaslighting. Nope. Why do I He's get attacked by y'all? Just said the barbs, like yo. I see, I say y'all barbs. It's okay, bro. I rather no, y'all just tell me where y'all stand. You know what you did. This is how women feel. You know what, what you did. What did I do? What did I you do? You know the way the way you said impact gives off a vibe that. You no, I just think it's our. I just think it's very ironic coming from you because you like the dim other hip hop female hip hop artist impact. But you now, since Nikki's the old and washed up one, you wanna you wanna talk about? Let's not forget about legacy. You are, but that's okay. But that's okay. Content. We can we can move on. This is a (laughs) sore spot for him. The album wasn't that great. 
It's okay. Well, you can't say that if you didn't listen to it. And secondly, I, I trust my brother's it. word. Okay. One word Remember that should that. never should never enter the sentence after your artist is bored. Gotcha. You don't trust our brother's word. Gotcha. I trust everything. I trust everybody. Love everybody. And I ain't no trust and love everybody. Do you trust our brother Martian's word? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't know, Martian. You got to watch that nigga game. I I, I mean, I'm not trying to give like an expert opinion on it, but as somebody who you don't also, have to. It's your but, it's what you but, heard. But, but this is what I'm what I'm gonna say though. Like as somebody who likes music, listens to music, has played music, right? I can tell when something just like has that like good punch like or even if it is like some slow songs like that makes me want to listen to what you're saying even further. And like right. even on the one song that I listened to, like that I really liked again was everybody. She repeated a lot of her lyrics a couple of times that weren't the hook of the song. And I'm like, that's not the first or second or third time that you've also done this on a track. Well, not on a track, but on a on this on this project. Because yeah. you kind of hear in in and out of and like I said, like the producers, they did amazing. It's just like it don't. It it ain't it's not itty bitty piggy Nicki Minaj. It's not monster Nicki Minaj. It's not it's none of that. It's not that. So but I still feel like even if she's kind of like shifted it, like because you know how like think of Beyonce's music, like her each one of her albums shows a different shift in her life, right? Like most artists does. Maybe Nicki not if that creative. This is the shift. If this is a, that shift, I just don't I don't know if it's working for her. Like I don't I don't know. Like, and I'm not saying it has to be mean and grudgy all the time, but like she took a couple shots at people and I was like, why was that necessary? But okay. Bro, she still ain't beat them. She hate these bitches allegations. I ain't gonna lie. Nikki has yet to beat these she hates. She like she went after Lotto in one of them songs, and I was like, what did Lotto say? Like Nikki has yet to beat she hate the new chicks allegations, bro. Can you admit to that, Dre? At least. Bro, I admit to everything that's factual. I believe yes. that. So you think yes. she's a hater? She thinks she's an old hater? Yeah, yeah she come off as a hater. Yeah, she does. Okay. Cool. Damn, bro. Um, <laughs> no, I just want to run it by you, you know, because I don't want to, you know, you you brought this top. Well, you didn't, but he <laughs> Thank thought, you. see, Dre, he, uh, sorry, Marshall, he thought we was going to skip over that. But I will say, in the vein of music, uh, some more of For All The Dogs has kind of grown on me a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. Is that the Drake and J. Cole? Nah. Well, that that's the last one. Yeah, even without the six, the original, like, what was it? Like, 13 songs, some shit like that? Uh, 22. Yeah, I forgot this nigga. Uh, the, origin, the original, like, some of the original 22, like, the, the original album, some of it's definitely grown on me a little bit more. I ain't gonna lie. So what, what, songs in to it, so. what, what songs in particular tickle your uh, fancy? I don't have my phone. Hold on. Let me get my phone real quick. But um, what's the song that come right before Snoop Dogg get on the radio? The one with Tizo Touchdown. Amen. 
Yeah. And I ain't going to... Oh, um, stand on business. It's okay. If the... If the... I don't like... I'm starting to get to that age where I don't like the same word just being said over and over or the same saying just being said over and over in a chorus. But stand on business, I like the actual, like, song. Uh, I didn't like it at first. What is stand um, on business? Whatever it is, was, you know you know what I'm talking about, the one you standing on being there. Standing on being there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, what was the other one? It's cool to say it's, it's a couple growing on Calling you. for you. I don't know. I liked I Don't Give a Fuck when it first came out. I, and I don't even yeah. listen to Yeet, but like, I don't know. Still, it's trash. I don't know. I like. I like the. I like the song. Um, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Shake that ass, man. Let that Gucci breathe. <laughs> um, I ain't gonna lie. We got him, y'all. People. <laughs> of the ratchet game. You like Sexy Red. It's okay. I don't like Sexy Red, gang. I do not like Sexy but Red. But you literally just gave her, gave her us her Okay, nigga. That's one song. That don't mean I'm, I don't like her. Nigga, I like the song. I'm from you New like Orleans. Her. What the fuck you want me but to do? Like you get defended. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. First I of all, he, both of y'all can hop off. Um, Secondly, he's a, um, he, he's a super conscious Polar opposite was cool, and another late night. I like that. So, you know, I got something that's going on me. So it is what it is, and I like all six of the songs that came on the Scary Hours one. I don't know what niggas is on, but oh yeah, that was the rapping that I wanted to hear. All six of those was cool. Yeah, I like all those bitches. But yeah, so you know why Nikki? Okay, question: Why Nikki can't just do what Rihanna do? Like become a brand. Stop making music. That's what I said. Was shut up and start selling stuff. Yeah, uh, I think it's pride. I Bro, think um, I think every song that Rihanna performed at the Super Bowl is like minimum at least a five years old. A decade, <laughs> damn no. Like I feel like well, damn it. Well, yeah, because I think a, what anti came out of what twenty sixteen. Yeah, so it was about six, seven years old. It wasn't a decade, but it was it was no new music besides the jump from uh Black Panther. But Bro, Nikki could come know. out and do pills and potions, monster like and and she could keep doing that set. We cool. She could. She could, but I think at the essence of it, rap and and R and B is different. Like R and B is not competitive like that. Rap like Nowadays, I know a lot of the new rappers, they get in to get out and get a quick dollar and flip and woo, woo, woo. But back in, when Nicki hold came on, in. With black, with black folks, we definitely make R&B competitive. They couldn't no, stop the comparing Rihanna to Beyonce when she was in that mix, bro. 
I don't think those two look at each other as rivals or competitors. I don't what? think so. I don't think so. Maybe at all. not now, but I don't think around run this time, run this time, bro. Yes, bro. I don't think they ever viewed themselves in the same ballpark. But also, I'm and not talking about what they how they viewed. I'm talking about how the public was trying to push. I'm talking, and I'm talking about the artists because I'm talking about Nikki and her standpoint okay, as artist, as an R and B artist. I don't think there is an eternal drive to be. Oh, I'm the best singer out. I'm the best blase blase. Like I think you put your art out, let it speak for itself. And you may want to present the best show. I think rap comes from a standpoint we know of that that edge that street shit that competitive shit so i think even the the women or dudes that get into it, especially back in the early thousands and the 90s and shit they was all big on nigga i'm the best rapper what like niggas used to get mad when you said you was the best you never heard these old head rb niggas talk Nigga, if anything, hold on. If anything, versus should have showed us that there was always competitiveness. Them niggas was just more shady than the rappers. We they was just very bravado and out there. Nigga, you're tripping. You're tripping. <laughs> if you the whole, what do you not remember Omarion? Uh, what you call it, bro? Them niggas be fake nice. Them niggas don't let, don't get it. They come from the same places we come from, bro. That was one. No, that wasn't one. All the bitches went like that. They all were not that you, shady. Just, like. What? <laughs> nigga. Boys to men, Jodeci, them niggas was... We just didn't have... I didn't see, I didn't see Boys to Men and Jodeci. Okay, that's fine. Party Next Door was very much... Nigga, um, with, uh, what's his name? Ty Dolla Sign. Uh, Chris Brown always is you bitches is my sons, these niggas. Soon as soon as Jacquee said he was the king of R and B, nigga, that should have let you know what niggas was talking about. Cause niggas came out the woodworks like, hold on, hold on, little nigga, hold on, cuz them niggas they just not out front, bro. Come on, don't let let's not play. That's not like play like. I receive what you are saying. I disagree, but I receive what you're saying. So you saying My they point, don't look at it competitively? All right, I just want to make sure or, your statement. Or, or not, n- not as competitive as rappers. Even if there is some competitiveness, I still don't think it's the same level as rappers from a certain time period. Let me be real specific. Again, early thousands. So you saying the early? So you saying now they less competitive, or they were more like they're less competitive now? Like I said, now I think it's just rapping niggas. Yes, yes. You think they less competitive? Gotcha. I think when you talk about early two thousands, and you talk about your. Your fifties, yeah, niggas is back chases. I agree with you there. Niggas is definitely back chases. Nikki came through during that time period, and it wasn't hella rappers out. So I just think she has a hard time of relenting the crown or sharing the crown, or even thinking that it's something that can be shared. Because during her time period, and she from New York, you know, them niggas feel like they don't get started. Yeah, they own God's green earth. So I can see a way where she's like, bro, um, no, I'm going to still do this because I feel like I fire at a higher, a high quality clip and these bitches can't rap with me. Regardless, If you in her camp, okay, if you in her camp, you her man's man's, like you her guy. What you telling her? She's saying, I want to, I want to. I'm going to start working on a Pink Friday 3. 
I first, I first, I need to hear it because when I think Pink Friday, I'm talking I about y'all like, at the blue, y'all at the table, y'all at this blueprint. She ain't got nothing yet. Just blueprint. in her head, she want to keep going. She want to release this black. This one, well, this Pink one, Friday. The, 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 the campaign has to be better. Like she said something about Pink Friday, maybe in like October or September. And then pushed it back to December, but I heard nothing in between that. That shit just popped up on my the Beyonce of rap. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely. <laughs> All right, guys. Look, they say she slated to do 190 something between 190 and 197. If you would have put a, gave a little bit of fuck about marketing, that's easily I think 225. 190 is arguably her core audience because the barb's gonna go. So I don't even think, you know what I'm saying. I don't even think that's like niggas that just. 190 with terrible marketing. You haven't dropped a single office since Red Ruby, and that was last year. So this is like you said, 190 off of off of your name. People fucking with you because mm-hmm. it's Pink Friday and it's Nikki. So if, if she would have put some marketing to it, previewed a song, gave it to one of them little influencers, TikTok, fucking sat down with Kai. Sat down. You did it before. Sit down. Did she still have Queen Radio? No. Um, I think that kind of hurt up big time too. Uh, played a part of it, but I still think you just got to do the work, even when, even when you at that level, it's still a, a certain formula, a certain strategy. Like Drake being Drake, he still has some type of strategy of how he releases music and get buzz going about his shit. Whether that's dropping a website, well, but he also released. He is in music way more than she is. As far as like features and dropping music just in general, he dropped music way more than anybody in his quote unquote tax bracket when it comes to like names and shit. That nigga consistently, that nigga dropping music like he a new act. I would say for like somebody of his stature, she don't do that. She dropped music like Cole. Like in that realm, like. You're not J. Cole father. No, who the fuck said that? I'm talking strictly like no, business. I'm saying, that, I'm saying that's the problem. You can't drop. Oh, like well, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, Sorry, Nikki. I get the fuck up. Well, I'm gonna tell you on. what he don't want to say. Oh, come on, come on. Be a bro. brand. Be a we brand. Just had, we just had a great discussion. But you're not keeping you- it real. Just tell her be a brand, bro. Nikki can be a brand. You're a legacy actor. Do not tarnish the legacy. That's the problem with people. They stay too fucking long. We don't want to hear no problem. more raps, man. Who? Moment for Life will always get me out my fucking seat. I promise you I'll never have to make another song, Nikki. I promise you I'll never make another song. Moment for Life, your verse in Moment for Life, that song, will forever have me with you up there. Monster will forever. I, I, I don't know who the fuck you trying to prove what to. Who had the better verse, her or Drake? I like Drake verse better. Okay, keep going. She also had two chances. So like. The second one, we don't count that. She didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really but, the that first but that diminishes. That diminishes a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. But that first verse went stupid. Oh, dumb, dumb. Oh. Uh, yeah, like uh, Marsha said, like it get, like a lot of the mixtape verses, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, there's enough for you to, like if Wayne would have stopped after like, 
what was the one he did? Like, there's a time Wayne stayed too long too. I ain't gonna lie. Even though I ain't gonna lie, some of his little one-offs, the one he did with Swiss Beats and all that shit was cool. Like, niggas gotta know when to when to leave the party. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? It's it pack it up. So Nikki can very much be a brand. Clothing, perfume, makeup, acting. I don't fucking know. Just be a brand, gang. You're good. And tour off of that shit. The only people asking for more Nikki music is Barb's. And I get it. It's a bag. But like, to me, you tarnishing. You tarnishing. The more you put out a whole bunch of mid, the more your haters can use that against you in arguments. That's all I'm saying. And I think that was my biggest point as far as like what I was just thinking about, like what what I experienced listening to this album and what people on, you know, the interwebs were talking. Because I saw so many people say, you know, oh, you know, there's no skips on this album. This is her best album, so on and so forth. And it's like, but at some point in time, you have to be honest that sometimes your artist isn't that good. Like sometimes songs flop. Sometimes it's it just like that, right? But I think a lot of people get too caught up in like, excuse me, um, they get too caught up in trying to stay relevant that they sometimes can shoot themselves in the foot at the Bro, same Nikki time. Nikki can't be irrelevant. She can't, but that's what I'm saying. But like, she need to like quit. Said, Why like, did you need to tell her that? Right, Mom, that's what I'm saying. Like, they so forever gonna point, remember you. You're so to your point, as far as like go be a brand, like it would make sense for you to do that, because like essentially that's what reality is. She went. That's why she, y'all. That's literally why y'all are not getting any music from this woman. She has told you every single year since Anti came out that I'm not getting any recordings from her and giving you shit. You gonna get these panties. You gonna get this makeup. You gonna get this furniture. You gonna get these kids. That's it. Outside of that, like I even I even perform <laughs> some slaps every now and then. But outside of that, girl, you're not getting it. Do not ask me for no more music because no is the answer. Like I, the could first, do, I could do a tiny desk if I'm about to sell some draws. Just and to that get literally that be that it. Of hits. Tiny desk of hits. That put my name back out there. Bro, look at Usher, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Usher still be coming out with stuff sometimes. But like, at the end of the day, that nigga's in a residential based off his old music. And he's still relevant. That nigga's the yeah. fucking villain. We not go we I think we spoke about this, but it's slowly but surely it's starting to how much of a villain this nigga is. But okay. um how so enlighten me. We get that, we'll table that. Um, but <laughs> this is how we do we get off on tangents. But I just want to close out with like just be a brand, Nicky. Like it's is it's over, man. Like that just and then you need to beat these allegations. I ain't gonna lie. That's gonna be the biggest tarnish on mad, her man. fucking on her What's like legacy, bro. Sex no, she's not living that down. Yeah, bro. That's she's... some huge asterisks by your name. <laughs> right, Dre? I don't like how you just pointed to me and just We was already talking. You wasn't in I was just looping you into the conversation. I I'm here with you. I agreed. You would know if I object. Well, this is the I... audio podcast, so the people don't know. You can't just shake Got your it. head. They gotta know. That's nasty work. Yes, I agree. Okay. All right. I just want you know what I'm saying? Silence can mean, you know, com- you know, compliance. Uh but yeah. So anyways. Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go listen to it. I'm gonna try to go listen to it and see what's going on. He's not y'all. He's lying. Yes, I am. I unlike you, give everybody a shot. 
Um, That's a lot. I give more people and more shots out than anybody. Then at least us three for sure. I guess. Quiet as it's yeah. kept, I guess. Oh, um, yeah, no, let's take a break because you niggas yeah, are, are too much. We'll be word. back with more of the State of House podcast. Yep. Welcome back to the Study Hall Podcast with your guys, Marsh and Meech and Dre. And uh, yep, yep. we back, man. We back. We had to take a real quick break. Um, And I wanted to talk about something. I don't know. I ain't going to lie. I need to get my shit off. But at the same time, I want it to be funny. So some funny shit might be said that I have to get bleeped out. But we don't know. We'll see how this goes. Um. So this is one of those uh, <laughs> rare times, I guess, kind of started to seem like an iPod where we talking directly with and possibly for our educators, listeners, our, edu- our, our listeners that are educators. Um, if you're an admin, you might want to step away from the uh, podcast for a second. Maybe. Who knows? Or you might want to put your ear a little bit closer. Um but uh, outside of some e- uh, some things I got, I had some run-ins uh, with a parent and stuff like that. And basically, I wanted to talk about No Child Left Behind and inclusive classrooms. Uh, not the ideal, not the idealistic. Every school has all funding and all people staffed. I want to talk about realistically. Has inclusivity, and I'm specifically talking about um, people with learning disabilities, kids with learning disabilities, has inclusivity been detrimental or beneficial ultimately for where we are in education? Um, And just for my people who are probably not exactly uh, educators, what I mean is at one point, um, if someone with special education or something like that, they would be, they would have their own class where they would have their own teacher and would receive their own kind of curriculum and things like that, um, to meet them where they were. Um, at some point, uh, some people said that was not good because they are not being included with the other kids. Um, that are their age and go to the same school. So at some point they decided to create a system to where these kids could be back in the classroom, but also kind of receive those same like assistance or things like that, right? Not only from the teacher, but from their gen ed teacher um, or general education, like just what you would normally get. Uh, but also like their special education teachers, so like anything that help assist them to be successful with the learning. Um, without going into details of the failings of that, and y'all can as well if y'all want. But uh, how do y'all think so far? How do you think that? And I, I don't know exactly the exact date. I want to. We're gonna put it on two thousand one with No Child Left Behind, even though No Child Left Behind was very extensive. Um, to not just um, you know, Americans with disabilities and all that shit, but, like, um, how have you guys seen, like, do you guys think inclusivity has had any detriment to learning? 
Don't tell me about the positives because we know. Yes. Oh, everyone's included. And you know, has there been any detriment? And if so, what are some of the detriments that has been that you guys can think of? Um, you can go first, Dre. Um, as far as detriments, I just think of the um. Speaking from the teacher standpoint, I see being in two different environments, coming from a charter and working in a public school, a Title I school, um, and even before that, just being in a urban school. I've kind of seen it in different facets and different ways. And um, each time, it still doesn't seem uh, effective in a blended or an inclusive classroom. Um I think on paper and theoretically, it sounds good because you want them to be able to acclimate to gen ed and social norms and be able to learn from their counterparts and not feel different, et cetera. But I also think when it comes to the actual learning and what they should be taking away, um, being in gen ed most times is overwhelming. Whether you have a co-teacher, a parapro, somebody that's in there helping you. A lot of places are understaffed or they are overworked and it's more so, I'm not going to say paperwork checking, but it's just a lot of things that are put on the parapros that take them away from being able to fully focus and devote that 120% they're going to need to give little Jimmy who has ADHD and reads on the third grade level. So I think in theory, it's a good idea, but I think when it plays out and as you see it, in different places it's just we need to go back they need separate classrooms they need altered curriculum just to get them acclimated and to get them on brand or just up to their peers so i agree with a number of what you said dre more specifically the separate classrooms because if you remember coming up right you it was different layers to the subject that you was taking right so you had your honors kids you had your ap kids you had your traditional kids and then those students that needed like you know because they had some type of motor function like issue and they had to really be secluded off in a different area like you it was layers to it right um, and so to even what you were saying, Dre, about, you know, different pacing of curriculums and stuff like that, like that was even though it was done poorly, and I'm speaking both from the student as well as the teacher perspective, though it was done you was poorly. In the special ed class? No, what I'm saying is like looking at it for from like the different layers, just oh. looking at it as a student in general, right? Because okay. I was a student that in some aspects I was an honors class and then the others I was in the quote unquote traditional class, right? Yeah. And yeah. so with that, like you see the stark differences between the quality of teaching just off rip, right? And so if you already have a group of students who may per, who may fare better off in just a traditional setting or they need to go to special ed, right? To some extent or another, you have to raise or lower the rigor of what it is that you're doing. But even at the same time, in my own experience, you don't necessarily have to do that. You just have to have, like Joy said, the supports and the resources that we already don't have to make some of that stuff happen, right? And so I think when it comes to like having that in the classroom, like at least on the on the 
side of the kids, it's like, yes, having them in gen ed is 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 can be a struggle, right? Um, and I think that it's doing them less of a service to put them in that environment just to try to socialize them versus actually allowing them to flourish in a contained environment and then, you know, slowly get to that point, right? But like we said, lack of resources is not that it's not possible really to do that unless you just know how to um what is it? Uh, I can't teach the intervention. So yeah. Right. So I mean I think me personally and this might be an oversimplification, but like if they're still allowed to go to reason, any inconsequential classes and unstructured time, if they're with the groups, that's what most of the shit happens anyways. That's what most of the socializing happens anyways. I'm going to be honest. Lunch, recess, they got a locker. With, like, they could still have an advisory. They could still have an advisory. Like, that's when you go to lockers and all that stuff. Study hall, they could still go, like, re- you know, all those different things. If they're able to do all that, like, those four or five, maybe six, and then when they get to like high school, maybe they do electives as well. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like outside mm-hmm. of those four or five core classes, I feel like them not being involved in those does not ex- will not exclude them. I think the problem was when we were in school, the special ed kids that also didn't eat lunch with us or they had to eat at a certain table. You know what I'm saying? Now, some, yeah. some kids were very much violent where they had to like can be so they had to eat there but like yeah. they still went to recess with us sometimes or they had their own recess just depending on um and and sometimes they eat lunch sometimes they didn't but like to me I don't know I just feel like the all the all of this pretty much just puts the burden of like cuz like Yes, we could include the kids in the classroom, but this is the i this is the idea that everyone wants to be a community. Kids are not being raised in communities, so they are not developing the idea of what a community is. They sense. have their friends, they have their friend circles, but they are adults, their parents don't even know their neighbors' names. That's to true. the left and right, two, three doors down. So why do we expect these kids to be growing up in what it means to be a community? You know what I'm saying? I no, that makes I, sense. That's my only issue. You feel me? Overall, they are very socially awkward as people. They don't carry themselves the same way. So it's like, even if I were to include them, this is a very different day and age. Mm-hmm. Kids are not prone to like, like a kid just because all the teachers like them. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because all the teachers treat them nice. They're all going to do it. That's not it. That's not it at all. So I guess my question is, I, I, I guess, I just see teachers getting burnt out. That's all I see. Um, because sometimes I see parents that, without saying it, they just want to see A's and B's on their child report card. Even I don't know if they the truly care if they're looks- learning. They just want to see A's and B's on their child, on like their child report card. And it's like, you could have A's and B's if they were given stuff at their level, but because we refuse to acknowledge what level they're on, we're gonna blame it on the teacher for not 
for making, if I got 30 kids in there, let's say I got 25 kids and like 15 of them learn one way, five of them learn another way, another three learn the other way, and then six more learn a different way. Truly, are you expecting me to have, maybe I'm confused, maybe, and then what happens is if you question that, you get, you get pushed into a you don't care type of deal. Mm-hmm. But at no other job are you required to do one job six different ways. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, you usually get scripts. Whether you're answering the phone for somebody, whether you're being customer service for someone, it doesn't matter how that person walks in the door. This is the script you give. This is how you're supposed to carry yourself generally. But you're not instructing. And let's be clear. Teaching somebody something is like literally the hardest thing to do because you can know how to do it, but me teaching you how to, and I'm not just saying to teachers, just in general, because I watch parents try to teach their kids how to change a tire and lose their shit. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So it's like, now imagine me trying to teach them something that's not even as sticky as something they could put their hands on. You know what I'm saying? As concrete as something they could put their hands on. So ultimately, I just, I feel like it sounds good on paper. And ultimately, if it's those core classes, bro, we need to bring back exclusion because I feel like the inclusion is doing those kids more detriment than it's doing. And then we start talking about quote unquote bullying and all that shit. Mm -hmm. Feel me? Like what's more embarrassing? That you're pulled out to another class. Them kids don't know where the fuck you go. Or that you have a babysitter with you in class. Yeah. You feel me? Because that's what I'm just saying. They're going to ask you who that is. They reading to you? You're not a read? They writing for you? Hey, could you write mine, ma'am? So then what the parapro supposed to say? Nah, I'm only supposed to be writing for Lil Jimmy. Why are you writing for Lil Jimmy? You giving him the answer? Mr. Turner, why, they, why, why he get to have that lady give him the answer and I don't get nobody? I don't understand this. So do we have this deep conversation of what the fuck an IP 504 idea at? Like, like, like it does more detriment. And then the only problem is no one wants to acknowledge this. That's not a teacher. I have yet to hear somebody acknowledge that this shit is like hard for teachers. I know, I know most parents don't even fucking know what this means. They don't actually know the impact of the shit. Because if we being totally honest, most parents are selfish enough to be like, I only care about my child's success. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to that being like a community thing. Right? Like, I only care that my children... Think about it. How many people are actively involved with their alumni association with their high schools nowadays? I don't even know if mine has one. Exactly. Yeah, most schools don't only know if they even got them shits these days. I think the last was like baby boomers where they would do booster, the booster clubs and all that stuff where they would support their schools. Us, the generation before, our parents, like, so selfishly, and I'm not saying this is right or wrong, they care about their kids' growth. When it brass tax, they don't care that the community of the school is growing. They care that their child is comfortable and they like going to school and they like where they are and that they are 
academically growing. But if you have 160 kids across four, five, six different periods with all individual parents that all want their child to be individually successful and they all individually learn somewhat differently, how do you accomplish that? One person. Most schools that can't even afford co-teaching. Like realistically. So what do we do? What do we do? And that's just rhetorical. I don't know. You guys might have an idea. I just, I get to these dead ends when I start thinking of education right now. I hit, I get to these dead ends and it gets scary. Side note, um, to the parents and uncles and TTs, um, make sure you checking in with your nieces, nephews and kids. Cause, uh, it's platforms, progress reports. It's different ways to figure out what's going on with your child besides report card. Because I know then by that time it's too late. Now everybody's shocked. You mad at them. You mad at the school. They mad at us. It's just like everybody pointing the finger. Let's let's be a little bit proactive. Uh, my fellow uh, parents and... Fellow um, parents. Yeah. Let's, fellow let's parents. Just we staying on top of it because you don't want to learn about some shit when it's too late or or just when report cards come out. I feel like shit, report cards come out. I know high school every 18 weeks. So at the end of semester. So it's like, shit, that's four months go by. Imagine a problem going on for four months and you learning about it at the end, you know, so just you know, be a little bit more proactive. My people join the PTSAs and PTA uh, groups yeah. and just. Get active, get involved in your schools, man. Because at the end of the day, it's all going to be for the benefit of you and your kids. I'm going to leave that right there. Whoever need that, pick that up. You know what I'm saying? Facts. James Facts. And, and that's that's all I really kind of wanted to talk about. I know I serious this out, but like, I don't know, bro. I just, I don't know. I get into these, these thinking about this shit, and I just be like, I don't know. I don't know. What can you do? What can you do? And so then ultimately it leads teachers to kind of develop this like, fuck it. I did what I could. So that's all I really had on that, man. That's all I really had on that. Uh, fellas, Dre, you had some questions for us. Um, well, you know, my questions always. You always from- have questions. It come from what? Real life? Uh, some of it, you know, life imitates art. Art imitates life. If you want gotcha. to look, look at it, but you know, it just provides just different um conversations and, and and different perspectives. Um, and I was talking to I was talking to a woman about this actually. We was talking about the um the bluntness or the directness of people when they like dating and being straightforward and so forth. And basically, she just kind of hinted that that you know a lot more women would be straightforward or blunt if men weren't judgmental and said that, you know, women be just as lusty or wanting to fuck as men, et cetera. And my response was like, I'm not, I'm not jacking it. Cause I said, for one, I feel like those expectations or those, um, whatever you put, the way you view it is put upon you by other women. Like I think at the end of the day, whether you fucked, if you let Terry bone or if you a virgin, if a dude fuck with you, like he don't care about the body count. He going to fuck with you regardless. Uh, 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 I wouldn't say that. 
Like there's no judgment going on. I'm gonna say, yeah, no, that ain't realistic. With everything that else that you I'm said, yes, I agree no with. I'm saying if he wants to fuck with you, it's. I don't think it's anything that could be said for him to not want to fuck with you if he truly wants to fuck with you. I can think of a few things, but go ahead, continue. Um. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Because <laughs> we're probably thinking of at least two of the same this things. Guy, this guy's pretty peaky. This guy's pretty cheeky. So then we just got to talking. Um, and then she asked him, like, you know, have I ever had sex on the first day? Essentially a one night stand and how I viewed that person and did it work out X, Y, and Z. And I'm just like, well, you know, one night stand is titled a one night stand because it's that. Just that is a one night thing, no thought, no plan, going to no more communication. Yeah, well, in my instance, we we kept in touch. We kept in touch. Okay, but the the meet, the introduction, the you know, I mean, was all one day. We just happened to keep in touch after. Um, and then it just got to the point where she's like, well, y'all done keep in touch because you judged her X, Y, and Z, da, da, da. Whole conversation. But I didn't think that people judged. Like, I thought we was grown. Like, if you fuck on the first date, you fuck. It's no big deal. Like, I think that people still gonna fuck with you if they want to fuck with you. But looking at y'all faces, maybe I'm in the minority. So it's, you wouldn't look at a woman the same if she gave it up the first day. I wouldn't look at her crazy if she gave it up on the first instance because I've probably done it too. Thank you. Meech? I agree. Oh. (laughs) So, why does everybody look so bewildered when I say that? Because y'all faces are not your faces and your words are not matching up. So something It was more so for me the assumption that niggas was not gonna judge because she's had multiple body counts. That's why I cringed up my face because I was like everything that you said prior to that I was on board with. When you said that I was like nah that's not realistic like because niggas is gonna judge in this in this day and age. Fuck all that. Fuck all that. They gonna do that. No 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 no. And I just need a number, nigga. I don't need no preface. I don't need no disclaimer. Dre, how many women have you seriously dated that you fucked the first night? Like you made them your girlfriend. How many? How many women did I seriously date? I've only had like two or three girlfriends, if I'm being honest. So I'm a bad example. But... None of them. I fuck. That's a whole night. another thing we could talk about. But continue. Yeah, like I said, we want to. We could get there, but no, nah, none of them. I, I fucked the first night. Mm. A coincidence? I think not. So but, what Shorty was trying to say? Hold on. Can I? Can I? Can I take off? <laughs> so what Shorty was trying to say? Because you know it's not always so plain. Yeah, you may not say anything. You may not even really think about it too deep. But subconsciously, there may be a fence that's created. That's just will never be. It's electrocuted. It's 
10 foot tall. It got barbed wire on the top. It just may not never get over. You might be cool. Y'all, that's sis now, right? She might even get the sis. We locked in, twin. You feel what I'm saying? But she has, I will say she has a point. She has hell a point. Oh, hell. Bro, we are grown, bro. No, we if, for sure are grown. We are. And we can do whatever the fuck we want. But so being if, grown also means you got to deal with whatever the, comes with whatever on your comes. jacket. So, like I said, I've only had one true one night stand. And even from your, maybe even your standards, that's not a one night stand because we kept in touch after. But I ain't just had like one, one like one night, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, so you ain't even had a rip to, because to me, one night stand, I meet you and then we never meet again. But that's me. You're I'm, not just catching mystery bodies. That's the point. If you knew that your girl was catching I mystery think. bodies, might forget this nigga name. The next week, I, I don't know. It was some nigga in Savannah. I don't remember the nigga name. I was just drunk. He was drunk. Nah, nigga. See, you, know, you, you, add, you, you add to it. You add what to am it. I adding? For one, I think I'm the exception, not the rule. I don't think that... A lot of dudes can say that they haven't had any or one one night stand. I think. I, no, I'm the, talking for shorty. I'm talking for the the the. But the no, point but I'm of saying that. Girl. So I say that to say that most dudes have probably had multiple situations like that. So if you in that predicament where I don't think let's so, say I had, think that shit. Mm, I don't know. Now that I think about it, I don't think niggas just really like. I don't know if niggas really getting that off. Not niggas in our tax bracket. We gotta grind for hours. <laughs> Niggas not real. Let's say you <laughs> we got, gotta grind. Let's say you got two or three. Let's be generous. Let's say you got two to three. Over your lifespan, that's that's even a lot. I'm gonna keep it real. Niggas not that lucky, gang. Niggas gotta we gotta work for hours, bro. I'm a, now that I'm a little so, bit older, that shit don't really happen for real, bro. So if knowing that we gotta work and knowing that they don't, you would be naive to think. Hold on, that, I didn't say they. They don't, bro. If okay. we have to work, if it's a two, if it's a two way street, we having to mm-hmm. work. That means somebody is not having to work as hard. They're Ooh. not having to. You work said they didn't have to work, but I it's nowhere near the same level. Yes. No. So, yeah, I agree. So of course, if it's a situation, it's plausible that maybe a time period where she wants just to get some shit off. Like it's understandable. Like I think it's the recklessness know. of the act, bro. It's the recklessness of the act that what makes we it reckless? Men, you're fucking a person that you don't know. What do you mean that that's not? What do you mean that was reckless about okay. that? Okay. What if it's uh any, 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 it's anything, any familiarity you try to put on the situation is going to not make it a one night stand. Gotcha. So are we going with your example? A lot of folks haven't had one night stands. Nah, bro. That shit is like, I won't say that. Like you got to literally be living in that lifestyle. I think it's part of a lifestyle, like sex club lifestyle and all that shit where like it's understood that we going in here on some you know, we got mad, like, is a whole nother lifestyle. I don't think, and not as adults. To me, that's kind of like some college shit. Like, maybe some college shit. You met at the pajama party, 
You know what I'm saying? And she gave it up. But like, because they don't do no work in that scenario, that's why it looked more reckless for them. You let a nigga talk you out the draws in two to three hours. I don't think it's a let. I think it was a want. <laughs> they wanted some dick. So they, they got wanted some- sex, but 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 here's the thing. They can always call somebody that they know. There's always somebody that could have that wanted the fuck. If you out of town, it's plenty of situations I can think of where Shorty, 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 Shorty. <laughs> what? What? If you out of town, if you at a wedding and or you at a bachelorette weekend. And Nigga, a wedding, you know somebody that won't fuck you at a wedding. But let's say you had a bachelorette, bachelorette party weekend, y'all out in Miami. Like, nigga, it's plenty of situations where you not. No, know they anybody. going to bed with their friends drunk, gang. All right. All right. You got it. You got it. But the one, but look, look, look. But the one that did allow niggas to crack and she didn't know, you going to judge her. That's the point. I don't think so. You went I to Miami, got turned out, shorty. I think, I think when I was younger, yes. I think as we get older, bro, shit happens. Shit happens, bro. <laughs> but not that shit. Now, I'm just saying it's not common. So when it does come up, and it's definitely not common with women. Because they always got somebody that they could call somebody. that, if, Like, if they want dick that bad, they'd rather give it to somebody that they know than somebody that they don't know. That's all I'm saying. Us meeting strangers and working them into feeling comfortable with us to do that, yeah, that's different. But for them... You just let a nigga you didn't know, and we all know a chick can go into their IG right now, can go into their phone right now, and call a nigga that's been waiting. He changed the, he fixed their toilet seat. He changed the, the he changed the uh, tire when it's flat. He all that shit. They ain't never even let him sniff that shit. He could do it. That's why I think. That's why I mean. That's why I feel like she means. I'm trying to give us a little bit more credit, but also agree with her. Like, yeah, like, we not as shallow as, oh, you got bodies? No. Nah, fuck no. Nigga, at my age, most people at least got one child at this point. You mean anybody around my age or older? The 40s. You better have a kid or you late. My fault. I thought. My bad. That was a a thought. Keep going. Wow. Low blow, Jerry. Low blow. (laughs) Anyways, keep going, keep going, most bro, nigga, bro. most somebody got a kid. Like at the, it, the older you get, you just gotta assume. You feel me? It's gonna come. So I don't know. I think she had a point with it. I don't. I don't know if she supported her point to an extent, but like I felt like she had a point. Niggas definitely gonna judge off a of one night stand because I don't think that shit happens as often. Definitely not at our age, bro. Quick, quick, quick one off. Um. If you had an ex you was cool with, would you invite them to your wedding? Absolutely not. No. Because why would you be at my wedding to begin with? An ex that you cool with, you would invite them to your wedding? No. Okay. Why would cool. I invite you to my wedding? Nigga, is you trying to, <laughs> trying to get a cool. nigga? Cool. Cool. Y'all super so you, macho. Would you? That's not macho. That's that ain't smart. macho. That's smart. I, why would I invite you to my wedding so if some shit can if get started even if we cool. are cool? If we are cool and strictly platonic, meaning that there is no... Okay. Does she come around no. often? Do your girl know her? 
Look, I just asked you if you had an ex you was cool with, and both of y'all I'm said asking no. you. I'm I yes. I'm asking you. Would you invite your? They, they know. They know. They know of each other. Are you they saying? Know. I'm a, I'm gonna include this. BMs don't come. BMs might be worse, depending on your situation with your BM. But I said what BM? I'm just gonna say BMs is way worse. But um, yeah, it could just be an ex that you cool with that you know y'all had some in the early 2010 to 2012. It didn't work out, but y'all stayed. So y'all cool. not cool enough for her to come around your like get-togethers yeah. with your girl. Let, let's say y'all are, but she stay in. Tampa, you in Nashville. So if she ever in, in Memphis, if my Nashville, girl look look, if we that cool to what my girl say, hey, so and so gonna come, I'd be like, oh yeah, I w- I wasn't thinking about but it, but gonna, I don't think nobody, I don't think your girl's ever gonna say, hey, is so and so gonna come? They're gonna ask you. Oh for nigga, I'll never invite her then. <laughs> simple, <laughs> simple. You alright? Y'all are some terrible friends. Y'all not friends then? Yeah, we are. No, you're not. Why? Everybody you're can't not. go everywhere, gang. We can be cool and not be friends, Dre. That's that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I say friends. friends right? I didn't say cool. So y'all, yeah, y'all can be cool. You right, but I say y'all. This not nigga friends. building tree houses with his ex. All right, we get it, my nigga. Like, who the fuck you think you are? Like, them cool. niggas got a secret handshake and shit. All right, my nigga. Like, no, we cool, but go like, on, go on, sis. So, so all your hold on, hold on, and it's for uh, Dre's future wife, if you're listening. So Dre, all your exes that how many how many exes you cool with? You only said you had two to three girlfriends anyway. So why are you asking us about shit like this? It was just a, a quick question that I didn't. Them think two shorties you gonna introduce? Nah, 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 nah. Okay, let me ask you a question then, Mister Question Man. Oh God! Oh God! Because we could really talk about why. But look. <laughs> 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 Why is you do that? I hate when you do that to the audience. You just get cuz I was about to get out of pocket. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I wasn't you sure. Know, I'm gonna I'm a leapfrog with you. Just make sure you ready. No, to I'm just <laughs> just make sure when you go. I just want to ask a question, gang. Because you I don't have a lot of girlfriends, yeah. but you do have a lot of would you say a lot? Of women you've been intimate with in your life? Um, what a lot of subjective. Give me what's a lot to you? Give me a number. Give me your a lot, and then I go off your seven. Seven. Y'all should have seen seven. his face when I said yeah, 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 seven. <laughs> Bruh, if if seven is a lot, then I think most people have a lot. Yes, I have more than seven. Twenty one. Can you do some for me? Um, Can you do me a, something for me and answer this question? <laughs> um, somewhere in that range, in that ballpark. Let's just say you and you cool with all twenty one of them. Do they all get an invite to your wedding? No, not all of them. No, but some Why of not? them will. Well, for one, a wedding you got to have a. This is not a fucking. Uh, let me invite all of the exes. Like some of them, like but you, you cool said, I'm cool with them all. With, yeah, but like y'all say, it's a difference between being cool and being friends. Some of them I'm cool with. I'm cool with all of them, but some of them I'm actually friends with. What if you're friends with 11 of the 21? Would all 11 of them get to come? Um, If 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 I have enough, if money wasn't an issue, yeah. 
if I had free bands and me and my partner, we securing each other, I'm like, hey, what, bro? I think y'all are missing the fact that this is strictly You just said you would let five people that you had intimate relationship with at your wedding. If you was filthy nigga. If we were cool, don't try to don't try to shake. Nah, I'm not shaking anything. There were two facts. There were two facts. We were friends. There were two facts in this scenario. One, you have entered them in a sexual manner. Oh God. Two, they are now present at your wedding. There's nothing I added to that. Use a filthy nigga. You understand me? All right, cook, bro. Go wash your ass. But anyways, what was the other bro, question bro. you had, bro? No, absolutely. I'm still standing on mine. No, no, no. You get that off. Like, hold on. You not for the end, though, making me look crazy? That's wild, bro. That's not no, what I said. Bro, you tried to make us look crazy for saying we wasn't. You tried to make it look like we wasn't cool or chill with our peoples. I'm just trying to give you, present you the opposite of that. Because you made it only one. When you already know, niggas don't be having just one. So where does the line stop? I mean, the line stops at whatever you and your partner decide. And so zero. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay, you got it. No one who I have entered in physically will be at my wedding. I got you, bro. I got you. Cook. I want you. <laughs> I want you to go off. Oh man, I can't stand these individuals. Oh, um, you got any more questions for us? I thought you had put some more. Oh, um, I didn't even do nothing. <laughs> I, I hate y'all. <laughs> but I hate y'all. So much. Um, no, but um. Another one, and this is, <laughs> this kind of just came up day to day. The best way I can think of it is just like unwritten rules, but it's just like shit that like, whether I'm interacting with my kids or where you just meet somebody and they do something that you like, I'm not a fan of, or like you feel like shouldn't be done. It's like, well, I just thought everybody grew up on that same principle or was taught the same way, but yeah. apparently, so let me give an example. You may go to somebody's house and it's some juice in the car and in my mind, if it's a little juice left, you never kill the car. Like, you don't or no, 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 no. You eat kill as the a car. guest? As a guest, you don't kill? As a guest. You don't leave a little. Matter of fact, you don't touch it. If it's a little juice left, you don't we'll deal with it. Else. Yeah. Find something else. Because you're either going to leave a little or you're going to kill the car. And both are trifling. Apparently, that's not a thing these days. I've seen <laughs> several instances where folks done offer, here, you want some of this? Next thing you know, drink gone. And they look at it like it's cool. Somebody might be like, damn, you killed it? He's like, oh, my bad. I thought you said I could have it. No, you didn't. They said you could have some and because of the amount that was left, you took the risk. So I'm like, bro, there are several, like, it's plenty unwritten rules that I think I don't know if it's subconsciously or if this is just, like, some black shit. I can't pinpoint where it came from. So I'm trying to figure out, like, what are some things that, like, I don't know, maybe y'all got some unwritten rules. I could list some out. The butt of the bread, I do not fuck with. When yeah. you open the loaf, yes, 
I don't know where we got that from. I don't, but I've been broke for a good minute, so I have to fuck with it. Well, you got to do what you got to do. I've done that before. But if I have a choice... I'm I'm not not going to immediately. Yes. But who taught us that? You know what I'm saying? Well, it's because we don't really like the crust. We already don't really like the crust. And that whole bag is crust. Literally, you know yeah. <laughs> I'm cool, gang. The whole back of this bread is crust. No, bro, I, I'm not fucking with it. Like, if I have a choice, but I've definitely, nigga, I've had two butt sandwich. Oh, two butt sandwich. Yeah, pause. I have. Pause, pause. This nigga said butt sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> nigga had an ass sandwich. I've, 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 I've had that myself, Meech. How was yours? Yes, That's when you know you down bad. When you got the two ends and you got to make a sandwich, holy shit. That's purgatory. That's one of the six layers of hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you got to do, you got to do what you got to do, gang. Like, no. Um, okay. I will say this when it comes to like the juice shit. If the owner of the house leaves a swig in the motherfucking refrigerator, and I really want too. that Simply Lemonade. I'm about to crack that hoe. They're trifling them too. I'm going to ask, I'm gonna ask. Yeah, first, first, first you're trifling, even if you stay by yourself. Secondly, Simply Lemonade. Oh, see me? That shit go. So if I even get a little swig, I'm going to say, yo, I can finish, I can kill this? Yeah, you cool. All right, bet, boom. I don't know you, you agree? You agree, Marcy? You killing it against as a guest? You're killing the rest of the car and juice? No, because I was taught to not do that. But I will say again, in my house, if we look, I got cussed out for leaving a corner of juice in the in the container. But at the same time, I was also taught in the same breath of like, you know, don't leave a little, but don't take the last little bit either. Especially not at nobody else's house. Like, cause you didn't pay for that. You ain't paid for no lights in there. None of that shit. Like, that's just what I. That's that's how I grew up. So, yeah. Man, I'm a ax. I didn't didn't even have the audacity to ask because it was just savage. off limits to me. You're you're definitely a savage, and I know. How am I a savage for asking to get the last bit of the assembly? Nigga, get some fucking water. You heated. It was the audacity that you had behind it. Audacity. Damn, niggas really can't live, I guess. All right. Thank you for letting me know. Holy. (laughs) Y'all niggas the worst host ever. How do y'all treat remotes to other folks' crib? Like, when I go to somebody else's crib... I don't touch that hook. Even if it's some bullshit on, let's say it's a game on. Some fire shit. You I say, yo, it. son, you not watching? I be like, you not watching the um so and so game? Oh, you a passive aggressive nigga? Got you. That's not passive. What else? I'm gonna do? What you go? Okay, what you do then? <laughs> no, I'm letting you cook. Keep going. No, no, Keep no, going. no. What you do? <laughs> well, no, no, you I doing the same right. fucking thing? Fuck out of here, my nigga. <laughs> right, hey, bro, you right. know well, you be on your phone with the ticker on, like hopefully that nigga see your screen. Like shit, them niggas going crazy at the what you call it game. As you slowly look at your man, <laughs> nigga, give him the Drewski side eye. Yeah, right. man, shit. Hey, jo- hey, Atlanta going, hold on. That nigga got it's 30. It's a good game. Man, bro. It's a crazy game. Bro, this might be historic event <laughs> that like one might not want to miss. 
if they were alive at this time or had control of, you know. Yes, that you should that you should tap into. Nah, I, I All right, but I look, definitely... what if it's old lady on the TV though and she watching like real housewives? You saying anything? Yes. Dre gonna pull his man to the side. <laughs> if it's my you lady don't... or her lady, no, no, or no. His lady. Your 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 partner lady. Oh, yeah, I gotta pull him to the side. Hey dog, I could have did this shit. Anywhere in a fucking nail salon, nigga. I didn't leave the company in my crib to come here and see y'all. If y'all got something going on and I need to leave, just let me know. But get this, man. Bullshit. This nigga put a whole domestic on them, nigga, just because she, she, <laughs> bro. This man put a domestic oh on him. That's insane. Indeed. Wow, indeed. Because why would you be watching if you got homies coming over? Why would she think that that's cool to turn on? What if she if ain't know? Once again, you need to get your house in order. Don't invite me over without your girl knowing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's crazy. That is crazy. With your old lady, because I'm gonna come over there with. Okay, but look, what if? What if? Okay, what if? What if the idea was not to like come over and watch the game, but just so happened that a good game was on. So where am I coming over to kick it, hang with you? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You might be in town. You might be in town, you know, whatever, but Hey my know. man, it's like a is it like a Buffalo Wild Wings or uh <laughs> a, a spot near you? Like you don't Yo, wanna Nah, yeah, fact, come on, let's go grab a home. bite, son. Like, oh, take a ride with me to the stove. Nigga just yeah. kidnapped this nigga to a Buffalo Wild Wings. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> nah, nah, put your <laughs> shoes on. Not like yeah, actually like, put shoes on. Actually, put some clothes. Like it's cold outside. Put some jeans. Yeah, on. yeah. Put some jeans on, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, this ain't yeah. there, bro. Yeah. Okay, and okay. Yeah, so you called I mean. me the passive aggressive nigga to basically tell me you was gonna kidnap your man's, so that you can watch. The but I told you what I said. I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna tell him, bro. Do not invite me if your shit not in order. I don't want to, cause I'm surprised. Like she's surprised. She don't know I'm coming. I know that we wasn't okay, watching so the game. Look, what's the conversation? What's the conversation you have with your girl if your niggas coming over before they get over there and you know Lakers Clippers on or some shit? Hey, baby, look. What you want to eat? I'm going to go grab you. you know, I'll go grab some food for the crib. Get you a little bottle of that wine you like. Woo, woo, woo. Mm -hmm. look, get you all set up in your room. I even, you know, roll some up if you want me to. Whatever you need to be comfortable and um, still. She want to be comfortable time. on y'all couch, not on y'all bed. Uh, sweetheart, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I'm trying to I'm figure sorry. out when you get to the point where you snatch the remote out of hand and change, just change it anyway. That's what I was over here quiet and waiting on. Yeah, when you but get you to that bro, point, I'm telling her I got folks coming over, and at point she got a decision to make because I'm telling her, not necessarily asking her. It's misogynistic, yes, but I'm telling you, hey, the homie's coming over. I can do everything possible to make the crib more homely, but it's our crib, so it's already homely. But to the point that you ain't got to move or do too much more anything else. I go grab, woo, 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 have you straight. And, yeah, like, I feel like I'm looking out. But in this main area where we're watching TV and the game is on, this is where me and the bros going to be. And yo, ass need to be in the fucking room. Away oh from these. All right. Well, y'all heard him. Uh, 
Wait, man, y'all, y'all, man, let, y'all let y'all want y'all girl out while y'all niggas around? <laughs> niggas said out like there's a fence. Yeah, what I mean, out. What do you mean right. out? You know what I mean. But cool. <laughs> we'll leave it there. We'll leave. We'll leave wait, it right wait, there. wait, 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 wait. I try to make it set up to where either she's not there when mm-hmm. I'm hanging with the homies, or there there's women around. Mm, look at so you. I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, yeah like my daddy coach. definitely, my daddy didn't even let my uncles come into the house. That's like, gay. Your uncles? <laughs> His brother? <laughs> nigga, bro, we used brother. to have like a little mailbox slot in the door that you could like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Them niggas come knock on the door. What's up, aunt? Uh, he coming out. Them niggas are waiting to call for this nigga. Are you talking about his brothers or her brothers? Your mama brothers. His brothers, her brothers, <laughs> niggas in between, his partners. Like <laughs> that nigga said it is no testosterone. No, no dick is coming through this I think the only, I think the only grown men that was into our home was my grandfather's. That's it. I think now, now that I think back on it, the only niggas that came into our home, That's like crazy. even when we had parties, it was in the backyard and niggas had to go. <laughs> Where did they use the bathroom, man, Mitch? I guess yeah, they did. They used the guest bathroom, or like. What would be considered? I mean, we only had one bathroom, so they had to use that motherfucker. I don't know. Possibly. I don't, bro. I, now that I think about it, I don't really just remember niggas in our home. <laughs> My dad, yeah. Nah, he going to go banned from coming inside your house. That's crazy. That, That's I mean, uh, it makes sense, but it don't make sense. Like, if you if you here for me, that's nah. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. Not letting niggas see the inside of your home is kind of crazy. Is that a rule that you will follow? Is that an unwritten rule that you'll keep up with? What you mean? No outside dick inside your house. And like and my homeboy said, like, I can't come in his house? You no, know, I'm saying, is that something that, that you want to keep up? Y'all niggas already been inside my house, so that's a silly question. Um, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> On multiple occasions. Like, nah. I mean, it gotta be get togethers. Again, like I said, like if it's just me and you hanging, no. Like we could go hang somewhere or shorty gotta be out. Cause that's how you you just set yourself. You just set you just you know, you already know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a it's Your not niggas a good, Huh? Can your nigga stay at your house when your family at my house? Yeah, while your family there. Like, yeah, like one night. <laughs> no consecutive <laughs> shit. Like no consecutive <laughs> shit. Like nigga got into it with his girl. One day to figure out where the fuck you about to go. But look, oh, cause man. real shit, bro. Real shit, bro. If a nigga got put out by his girl, or if a nigga just trying to avoid a fucking charge. So he exited stage left. Yeah, bro. I'm a, you know what I'm saying? Because nine times out of ten, we going by some nigga house. 
We just going to find our single bro. What if single bro got abroad? Now you asked out. I'm cool, bro. Long, yeah. Sleep in your jeans, nigga, on the couch. You get this little ass blanket. No, you can't shower. None of that shit. Now if my girl leaves. No, nigga, this ain't the move. Oh, when my girl leave, you can. What if your girl work from home? Well, nigga, you can't shower. What the fuck? Whoa, are you hearing this? First of all, I am. am, That's why I'm I'm taking notes in my head over here. This nigga said you can't shower. Note to self, do not ask me to stay at his house for any reason under the sun. That's what I'm hearing. I literally said if you're about to catch a charge or you got put out, you can come stay here for one day. That's one day. Things don't change in one day. Nigga, yeah, I didn't create I them for you. Yeah, I got them. Like you said, I, I, I feel you, brother. I do not be in need. <laughs> do not oh, call oh, Not niggas trying to create. Hold on. <laughs> so niggas can stay at your house? Do not call on this nigga. First have, of all, both of y'all niggas I, single. I so I hate the fact that y'all always trying to put me in these situations when we don't share the same situations. All right? Also, I got a little girl I, I in here. Get perspective, and I got perspective, and now I know moving forward what are some things I need to or need to miss. Yeah, you fucking A. I got a little girl in mm-hmm. here. You're not about to be in here like that. No, I'm cool, bro. And I can't say that I don't understand or disagree at all. I just, Sorry. I just Sorry, know for future reference. I, I have the knowledge. Yeah, as long as, you know as long as y'all all do and I y'all listening at home as well. As long as y'all know, bro. I will help you. you. I will drive you somewhere, but you just can't be in this bitch parlaying. You're not about to be parlaying at my house. Sorry. Not as a grown man. That's a double standard. I'm sorry, sweetheart. But I wanna I, w- I wish we see this is why I wish we had a female on it. Cause I wanna know if females were like allow other females to just parlay at their crib. I highly doubt it, but I don't want to speak to them. I think so. I think so. You think they ain't read enough books or watched enough TV shows to know that shit not going to go well? Well, if they got a dude, then That's what I'm saying with dudes. That's the point. That's what I'm saying. Uh, You muted. You muted. I feel like the number is higher. I feel like more women are willing than dudes. Yeah, you know what? I take that back. I take that back. I don't know. That's I feel like question. women don't trust women more than men don't trust men. Personally. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said I take yeah. that back. You know what I'm saying? So, because either that. men just nonchalant, where it's like, oh, word, that shit was right up under my nose. Damn, shit happens, I guess. But, anyways, mm-hmm. you got any more questions for us, or we gonna go ahead and go into this uh, cries of outrage? I think uh, I think I'm good. I think I learned enough about you all to write down in my diary of judgment. You, that sounded that sounded that sounded a tad bit sassy, gang. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, you all answers make it kind of easy. Um, Dre has a diary so- of judgment. That's good to know for future references. Where uh, I got what I need. Mean, brother's talking good. shit about me. I see how it is. Yeah, nah, really. You didn't say anything surprising. Well. Earlier, y'all did, but you, Meech, you are, you a funny guy. You a funny guy. I'll leave. Wow. I'll leave. 
I'll leave it at that. What but nah, man. <laughs> we'll be right back with a more study hall podcast and our cries of outrage right after this quick break. Yeah, yeah. And we are back once again at the Study Hall Podcast with your boy, Meech, Martian, and Dre. And back to the segment that you love to hate or hate to love, none other than our cries of outrage. Uh, I guess, I'm unfortunately, I have an idea where this is headed, but I'm going to sit around and see what he got to say anyway. But I'm going to start off with Meech. My good brother, what is upsetting you this week? Well, I'm so glad that you asked, little bro Dre. Um, don't but, add all them adjectives. You don't gotta add all them adjectives when you talk to me. You, you could just say Dre. My fault. My fault. Um, but <clears throat> my cry of outrage. Uh, it goes to one Miss Onika Mirage. Uh, real quick, ma'am. Um, and I kind of spoke on this earlier, so I'm going to be real brief. Uh, you're coming to this point to where I need you to start being an elder stateswoman in the hip-hop game. There's a lot of young women entering uh, the rap game, and respectfully, they're misguided. Okay? Um, you are one of the few people, I think, has been able to navigate being in a predominantly male-driven, uh, not even just male-driven, but like masculine, super masculine uh, field. And I believe for the most part, for the most part, you've kind of done it with grace and managed to like really solidify your name. Uh, and just one of the few knocks, but probably one of the biggest knocks on you right now is how you're just the old female hater. Um, so there is a space for you to guide a lot of these chicks um, and just kind of like take them under your wing uh, when it comes to maneuvering a field. Um, but I don't see that right now. You definitely claim that it's hard for women in this field, and I do agree, but what I also see is you making it harder for the younger women that's also coming through too. So if it, if we if we agree with your stance that it's hard for a woman to come through and then we look at you and you unlike the women who were present when you came in they all took you under their wing. There's a reason why you was able to be the one and only for a very long time is cuz you had the full backing of every legend, female legend, in the game. They pushed you. They Your name was always coming up. Like, I mean, granted, you also were signed to the one of the, you know, greatest, you know, arguably greatest, one of the greatest of all time rappers. Um, so there was money there. Um, signed to one of the, at least probably, arguably, one of the more most popular, long-lasting uh labels um definitely the most money right uh so you know you had a lot of legs up you had to struggle to get to that point but like you had a lot of legs up bro and so like why not make it easier um for the woman that's coming behind you 
I was thinking about how many doors did you actually open versus how many doors did you keep open. So there's a difference. Um, you know, both are required, right? Because the doors that we have to come through, they close. They close. You know what I'm saying? Somebody has to keep the door open. And I feel like that's what you did. I don't know how many doors you actually opened, which is fine. It's not a knock because then what you had to do is all those doors that were open, you had to single-handedly keep them open by yourself for a long time. I'll give you that. Um, but now what I see now is that you're trying to close the door behind yourself to certain rooms. Like you let everybody in the lobby, but you don't want everybody in that corner office for whatever reason. I don't know why. They won't forget you if you stop making music, I promise. Ask Rihanna. They won't forget you. I promise they won't forget you. Okay? I know you probably scared to hit that versus stage because not because nobody can't beat you or you can't beat nobody, but like that's usually reserved for like legacy acts. So you definitely don't want to hit that just yet. I get it. Go ahead. You want to go ahead. D act for versus state. That's not reserved for the CX, but we are. I, did, I said legacy. So if you're going to oh, cut me off in the middle of my shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you going to. All right. Appreciate it. Um, and so I know in your head, you don't. <laughs> I know in your head, you don't consider yourself a legacy act. So pretty much all I just want to say is um, Miss Minaj, if you could. So that more women could like. You know what I'm saying? Like, let your legacy go as somebody who uplifted women and not pulled women down. And that's all I got. Okay. Um, so mine are pretty quick and short. Um, they kind of speak to a larger issue, but I have to give context. So maybe... Um, so first things first, to everybody that was in Clarksville, Nashville, Southern Kentucky that got hit by tornadoes recently, much love and peace and positivity, thoughts and prayers and things like that to you all because it's trash that that, that has happened to you. Um, and nature is a beautiful thing, but the motherfucker is very scary and unpredictable sometimes. It's not my point. My Problem is the number of people on social media that keep saying, oh, this sucks because it was right before the holidays. And to me, the situation is bad enough in itself for you to then have to lump, oh, this is the holidays. Because as I said to someone earlier, this shit could have happened on April 26th and it would have still been just as a tragic moment that it is, you know, then... Now having to add the layer, oh, these people won't be able to have a Christmas or have whatever, which I'm pretty sure they are not even caring about that right now. Because if you've ever been in a severe situation, severe storm situation, tornado situation, as I have been living and growing up in the city of Memphis, that shit ain't nothing to play with. And that shit is not fun. And there's been times where we've had no power at my house for a week and a half, two weeks because the storm literally damn near tried to wipe the city off the map. Like we've had that happen multiple times. Right. And so. That's devastating enough in itself for them to then be saying, oh, it's, you know, 
it's sad that this happened before Christmas. Like, I don't think those people are caring about Christmas right now because they don't have a roof over their head, literally, because somewhere scattered across the field here. But part of that is like why I say this or why I brought it up as a cry of outrage is because it's like, to me, there's more of a focus on the holiday versus what these people are actually dealing with and experiencing, right? And I, as I have been saying for the longest, I want people to do better with that, right? Like, I get it. We all love Christmas. We love the holidays, capitalism, whatever bullshit. We just need to do better because they're not caring about that. Second part to this, or the other part to this cry of outrage that's kind of a whole but two separate things is, y'all may have seen the video of the white lady on Twitter or on Instagram or TikTok who was crying and complaining about Rightfully so, complaining about only having two to three hundred dollars left to, you know, work with until her next paycheck. Right. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's somewhere floating around TikTok. Um, definitely look through that or look on Twitter. My problem, again, is with the people in the comments, because the amount of people that stitched that video or did a duet with that video or made comments to that video, chastising this woman, saying, you know, you ought to be essentially be grateful that you have two to three hundred dollars left because I, you know, need two to three hundred dollars. I wish I had two to three hundred dollars, blah, 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 right? And granted, y'all have a point too, but it doesn't make sense for you to chastise somebody because they're just now feeling the effects of something that you have felt for a longer period of time. That is not changing your situation. That's not changing her situation, especially when y'all both have the same situation of somebody committing wage theft. Like, let's be real. If it's not through the taxes, it's through uh, employers and corporations not paying a livable wage. It's for them raising up the prices of goods and services. So their inflation is a thing. It's them devaluing the money system. It's them taking money that should have been put towards public works, goods and services and sending it to other people so they can fight a war that they probably created in the first place. But instead of y'all looking at it from that aspect of, okay, yes, she's finally had this experience versus, oh, we've had been living in this state of whatever that, you know, I don't know what you're crying for, essentially. Like, to me, you should have just a bit of sympathy or just a bit of empathy for that woman because you, you are in that position, right? And so instead of chastising her, maybe you could give her some solutions as to what she can do to make it to their next check. Because it's just as much as a, a shock to people who have never experienced poverty before or experienced racism before or experienced oppression in whatever shape, form or fashion. Or they have and they just, you know, align themselves with the, the dominant culture or narrative of people. Right. But. Y'all have to understand, like. If we're all going to get past this bullshit, we have to stick together. Like, this is why I keep saying if we get rid of capitalism, everything will damn near fix itself. Because everything else is a product of capitalism. It's, a, it's, it's like your gender expression, your sexuality, Christianity, or any organized religion to some extent or another. It's all, they, they all have one person that they answer back to and that's the dollar of capitalism that's the reason why the cold war went on for 40 something years and even though they tell you it ended in 1991 the bitch is still alive and kicking in 2023 they just do it under new rules 
not even new rules under new names. So with with both of those things being said, right? We are in a depression from uh, and on an economical type of situation, right? We are in a depression. We, our economy is in a in the worse shape than it was during the actual Great Depression back in 1929 to 1934, right? So if that is what we are facing and we are seeing the government as well as corporations as well as the banks try to play in our fucking face, at some point in time, girl, it's going to be better for us to be on one accord than for us to be all over the goddamn place more than we already are. So, yeah, no read for this week, but if it hits you, put the shoe on and shred it, that bitch. But yeah, do better, per usual. That's all I have. And that, my friends, has been another episode of the Study Hall Podcast. Here with your boys, Meech, Martian, and Dre. Please make sure you follow us on our socials um, at Study Hall Podcast. Hopefully you listen um, to us enough by now to know our individual socials. But if not, slide in the DMs. I definitely uh, point you to the right way and tell you who um, is available and what they need and what they want. You know what I'm saying? Um, but no, I'll just Boy, what the fuck? I don't know what kind of wordplay that was, but oh, amen. Uh, just aside, um, make sure you follow the Study Hall podcast and send us any questions, any thoughts, um, any topics that you would like to hear us discuss. Shit, shit, um, shit, shit. And if you would like to be a part of the show, hey, we we need that feminine touch, you know what I'm saying? So if you are you know what I'm saying, young lady that can articulate yourself and want to get down with the gang, want to come kick it with the squad, just um, shoot us an email or you can hit us up on Instagram. Other than that, fellas, anything <laughs> you all want to say? It's per nah, usual. Man. Be great. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, I also want to affirm, before I leave, I just want to speak this affirmation over you. Coming from the from the late, not late, excuse me, from the great bishop, Onika Minaj, I want to affirm to you that I am a multi-million dollar homebody. That is a bar for that ass, and it spoke to my spirit, so I just want to leave that to you and affirm of you that you have multi-million dollars, and you stay at your home, and you mind your business. Come on, somebody. Amen. I say. Amen. Amen to that. And on next... We are out of here.